What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Crew Sports Pod, episode number 31. You can check out our Twitter at Crew Sports Pod. As always, I'm Michael Keem, joined here by Vito Patel. We got the NBA Finals now. And with that come all the storylines and all the great things that come with the NBA Finals. The cap to great season, the NBA 75th season. But before that, Vito, let's look back at the Conference Finals real quick. Just real briefly before we get into the all the NBA Finals stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I guess we could really start short with the short game, the short series. I mean, the Warriors versus the Mavericks. And I want to say like that happened just as I expected. I expected the Warriors to dominate and I've expected Dodgers to play well, which he had a few 40 point games and a big like 30 point triple double in their dub. But in general, they didn't really stand a chance. Yeah, I think that series went pretty much as expected. I guess like, it went how everyone talked about. Luka went crazy. And then I think the game they won, they like knocked down every three, it seemed like. But that's like what it took for them to beat the Warriors. But yeah, pretty, pretty run of the mill. Good playoff run for Luka, though. But the Mavs still missing a couple pieces. Yeah. And then on the other side, Eastern Conference Finals. Once game seven, I thought it was pretty good finals. Not exactly how I expected. I think I thought it was kind of boring, even though it did go to game seven. It was like Heat would win a blowout, then the Celtics win a blowout. It was kind of strange yeah, series absolutely i think the only two games that are really interesting were game six and seven so it kind of saved it for the end to make the series pretty interesting but yeah he dominated game one and dominated game three i think one thing that changed the series a little bit was well two things one tyler hero was gone for most of the series and jimmy Butler got injured in game three missed the second half and i kind of held him back for the next couple games so i mean i don't know every there's teams make like teams get injured during the playoffs all the time, and part of the Celtics run was injuries, in my opinion. But it happens, and Celtics still played really well. Yeah, I mean, Celtics had their own injuries too. Smart missed some time. I think Horford and Williams missed yeah. some time. But yeah, that that was a rough series. A lot of people got banged up in Heat Celtics, but it came down to Game Seven. Like I said, Game Seven at least was pretty good, and it came down to. We're going to talk about it. Jimmy Butler's three. What do you think of that shot? I'm a huge Jimmy Butler fan, and I actually – I like the shot. I know I know he could have taken it up against Horford, but there's two things I would, like, look at. One, uh, Horford's a pretty solid defender. There's no guarantee you get past him. I mean, Jimmy's pretty good, so he probably does. But two, uh, it was a good look. He was open, and you got to think that Jimmy Butler played all 48 minutes at that point, and he was probably looking for the dub. He didn't want five more minutes. And realistically speaking, they were down like 11 with three bits left. They just had an amazing run to end the game, or else they weren't really in that game. Yeah, I like how you said that that last point. Uh, they had all the momentum. So I was good with the shot itself. Like taking a three, what I was okay with. I just thought the way he took, I thought he kind of rushed it. Like he didn't need to like, cause he ran up, took it. And he was like leaning forward and, and, but, and I mean, Horford's like backpedaling. I thought he could have like stopped and popped. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I thought so too. Yeah. The, he definitely was leaning into that shot, which is tough. But I mean, if I was a Celtics fan, I was probably like, Oh damn, he's taking that shot. Like that. I would have been scared. And I mean, I actually thought it was still good to go in too. I was excited when he took that shot. Oh, I bounced up in the air. I was like, yes, this is it. This, this, <laughs> I thought the game was over, but then got stops, got scores, two-point game, and then, yeah, so I was good with the shot. There was a, a lot of time left, I think, on the clock, but my only, like, 
critique, I guess. I have no room to critique Jimmy Butler. But, like, seemed like Rush. Like, I thought he could have stopped, set up a little better. Like, I thought he had time to do that. But game seven with under 20 seconds left, you're down two. I don't know how, like, much thinking you're really doing. Yeah. I mean, if he took it up and they tied it and they lost in overtime... It was the same result, right? It would have been the same result. I think this this actually gives them a better chance to win, in my opinion. They were really riding that momentum. They had multiple runs that game where they got within five. They just couldn't finish it. So they're like, this time they're actually ready to finish the run. And so might as well take that three. Uh, again, I agree with what you said, though. He definitely rushed the shot. I, it wasn't a shot that was my problem. It was the way he shot it. Anyway, Celtics move on to the finals. Is this their first finals appearance then since 2008? Yeah, yeah, since that uh, overhyped Celtics finals where for some reason they <laughs> always celebrate. Like you'll hear Paul Pierce talking about one of the greatest finals runs ever. That team was insane. I'm like, bro, you guys won one finals, which is still pretty impressive. I mean, it's not like my Bulls have done it since like Jordan, but still, it was definitely a very cherished finals <laughs> run. Yeah, and first. Boston Golden State matchup since like Wilt's era. Yeah, wow. Dang. But a lot of storylines going into this as there always are with like the Super Bowl or the NBA finals. So let's let's get into them a little bit. Uh for starters, the Warriors dynasty is back to where they're most comfortable in the finals. This is their what six finals appearance in the last eight seasons. Yes, sir. Just amazing, honestly. Six finals appearances. Like you're talking about like similar tier to like LeBron and Jordan, really, when you talk about the number of finals appearances these guys made. Yeah, true. And and the thing with the Warriors was so cool. It's like their core is like the same few guys. Like the only difference was KD came for a couple years and left. But like Clay, Draymond, Steph, and Iguodala's back. So yeah, that's true. It is the main, the main same core, same coach, of course. I mean, a lot, a lot of these runs uh, require a good coach too. But they're back. Uh, which is insane. And what makes it even crazier is Clay was gone the last two seasons and they didn't make the finals the last two seasons. And just it comes to show that Clay hasn't missed a finals appearance since like 2014 or whatever it was. They, they need the whole core together to get to the finals. But, you know, stat I've been seeing circulating around recently is the Warriors final record with KD is 8-1. and one, And without KD, 8-11. and 11. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, they're a really good team, and when, <laughs> I think that's that's that. And the next stat I'm about to say is pretty cherry picked, but like they're a great team, and they're going to play really great teams when it comes to the finals. So it's hard to win when they had added KD. They're arguably one of the greatest teams ever. I mean, you already had a perennial finals team, and then you add in one of the best scores in NBA history, if not the best. It makes sense they're eight and one, but the cherry packs cherry picks that I saw was that the Warriors in their last nine finals games are one and eight without KD, which does include all the way back to LeBron's uh three one comeback. Uh, it doesn't give them credit for their three oh three one lead, and then obviously it also takes away they won the games they won against the Raptors that KD played the first half. But yeah, I guess what's your take on this? Um, I like what you said. It's pretty cherry picked. You know, the reason KD came to this team is because it was like a given championship. This team without KD is also the team that went 73-9 and in the regular season, which is the best ever. They didn't get the championship, which would have been probably like the best one if they got it. But like that's a good team still. So I, I think it's pretty cherry-picked. I would not like discredit this team because of that stat. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, I mean, I mean, obviously it just... 
if anything, it just shows how stacked that team was, like <laughs> how unfair it was yeah. that Katie was there. This uh, the, definitely doesn't describe the team, and really, yeah, the only thing it does prove is why we, this team shouldn't. Ha- I mean, the league shouldn't have super teams like it had with Katie there. <laughs> Yeah, well, all right, looking at the matchup more, you know, Boston versus Golden State, I think since the turn of the calendar, at least like for Boston's sake, these have been the best two teams in the league, right? Would you say so? For sure, for Boston. And isn't that around when uh, Clay Thompson joined the Warriors? So I would definitely say so. These are definitely, like, I'm so glad these two teams kind of met uh, just because I think these are the two hottest teams since like February. Not only are they two hottest, they're actually number one and two respectively in regular season defensive efficiency. Boston number one at one of six point two points allowed per hundred possessions, and Golden State at number two with one hundred six point six points allowed per hundred possessions. And then offensively as well, they're both pretty good. I mean, I think Golden State was known more for offense. Boston known for the good defense. But Boston's pretty good offensively, and we know Golden State's pretty good offensively. And I mean, so far in this playoff run, I mean, these teams got the top scorers and especially the top closers, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Both these teams have the the three leading fourth quarter scorers, which actually surprisingly Steph Curry is too. But number one is... Jalen Brown with 130 points. Uh, Curry has has 117, and Jason Tatum with 114. But what's incredibly insane is all their efficiencies. So Jason Tatum, 51% in the fourth quarter and 48% from threes. Steph Curry, 51% and 43% from threes. And I didn't realize that Jalen Brown just turns into Michael Jordan in the fourth quarter, but he has 63% on the field and 67% from threes. And I'm, that includes all playoff games. So we're talking all eight. All 19 right now that he's played. So that's pretty big sample size. To be shooting two-thirds from three is crazy. Absolutely. No, that is insane. Yeah. I don't even know how how you could consistently keep that up. Yeah, I don't know either. And then JT is leading all playoff scorers in total points. He's had one heck of a playoff run. And, I mean, uh, he. the thing is, I saw the stat. After a game, he has less than 20 points. His, like... I don't know what his average is, but he's dropped like crazy big performances. Like he's had a 40 pieces and 30 pieces after those games where he doesn't have a 20 point game. And actually I'm pretty sure they haven't lost the game after his games of less than 20 points. So watch out Golden State. Oh, game two is going to be interesting then. Cause he went three of 17 game one, not great. Only 12 points. So tell me next game he's he's poised for 30 vetoes. I should be betting the over. <laughs> Uh, just based on the stats, yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, honestly, that I I say go for go for the over. I don't think JT's had two bad games offensively in a row, regardless of the result of the game. I don't know if you want to bet for the Celtics to win. I think JT's gonna have a good game. Interesting. All right, but so with that, let's let's look into Boston a little more. It was funny seeing this playoff run for Boston. It's kind of a little revenge tour, right? So last year they lost to the Nets. The year before. Four, they lost to the Heat in the conference finals. And the year before that, they lost to the Bucks, and those are three teams they had to knock out. Well, I thought were like those were the three best teams in the conference. I agree. They didn't have any easy route at all. Mm-mm. At this point, they basically, if they win it all, they completely deserve it because they had no easy. I mean, no easy challenge at all. They beat pretty much the best teams in the East, and the Warriors were just insane. The best part about it is it is the revenge tour. They their last three uh, playoff appearances were against these three teams, and they won up all of them this time. 
And I was going to say, we talk about how great the Warriors dynasty has been, but ever since Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum have joined, became a duo, they've been pretty insane. Jalen Brown has four Eastern Conference Finals appearances, uh, and Jason Tatum has three. Like, it's not as prevalent. Like, no, no people, I guess, forget about uh, Eastern Conference Final appearances, but they're still pretty big deals. And for them, they've been knocking on the doors since they got into the league, and now they finally broke through, got to the finals. So I thought, you know, this being their first finals appearance, I thought game one, Golden State would take it because, like, I thought they'd be, like, kind of the nerves maybe got to them a little bit. But um, clearly not for Al Horford, that's for sure. Yeah, first game in the finals. But, yeah, he, he, he's been balling this playoffs. Uh, I mean, for him to drop 25-plus on game one on the road as a primarily, like, defender slash rebounder huge for this team and i mean how about six for eight from three too oh my god yeah insane he's he's showing the warriors how to shoot really <laughs> that was crazy i mean he closed the game out yeah like he had his own little like like seven oh eight oh run that's insane yeah i mean jb jb did the same thing uh in the fourth quarter i mean they they, they won that fourth quarter by like 24 points it was <laughs> it's pretty incredible and yeah they had a couple pair of huge runs which honestly to do that on the road against a golden state team that's undefeated at home in this year's playoffs really impressive mm-hmm. well i think was so in the in the heat series i thought each team was gonna like secure home court pretty well what ended up being like almost the opposite <laughs> yeah so like interesting here too but that's true. I didn't even consider that because, like, what in the Heat Celtics series? I think only two home games were won the whole playoffs series of the seven. I thought that would be a bigger impact, but I agree. I mean, both the Heat and the Celtics have a pretty good home crowd, so I was kind of surprised. But who knows? Who knows what, what causes anything to happen, really? I thought Oracle Arena was tough to play in, but these guys came through in the fourth quarter. Well, I, I, what's almost even more surprising. Then how good, you know, Boston's offense was in that fourth quarter is how bad Golden State's offense was. Like 16 points in the fourth quarter of the finals. That's not like normal. Like they went up for yeah. a while without scoring. That's true. Yeah. And Curry didn't score in the last five minutes at all, which is... After opening up the game with six threes in the first quarter. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, that's why I was thinking too. I was like, Seth Curry's out here to prove a point. He wants to say he's finals MVP. And he was going off in the first quarter. And for him to pretty much be a no-show in the fourth quarter, it was tough. Definitely tough for his legacy. I mean, I I definitely think he will bounce back, but he can't win many games like that. Mm-mm. One more uh, cool stat I found. I'm becoming a bigger and bigger uh, Jalen Brown fan. I just like, like mm. getting my biases out of here. But since he joined the league, uh, he's made the Eastern Conference Finals four out of the five years that he was healthy. So last year, when they lost to the Nets, he was he was injured for the whole playoffs. So when healthy, I don't, I don't know, Jalen Brown's really good at making playoff runs, but finally he made it to the finals. Yeah, for me, watching him you know, more closely through the, this playoffs, I feel like he, when you look at the stats after the game, like he's always like, you know, around like you know, 20, 25 points, right? But it always feels like 35. Oh, yeah, I feel that, yeah. He comes for big plays, yeah. Every time that you need a basket, his shot goes in. That's facts. It feels like he's made so many points. He scored so many points, but it's always only like, like I say only, but it's like, it's a consistent like 20 to 25. And it always feels like, 30 plus if you're just watching and not looking at the stats. No, he's had, yeah, he's had an insane impact 
because it's just, I guess it's opportunistic scores and the highlight plays. Actually, in game one, do you remember that fast break block he had? I think I was on Looney. And then came back and dunked it. Yes, exactly. Insane. Insane when you think about that. For him to come all the way, chase down a player, and block, have a chase down block, come all the way on the other end before the other teams pretty much got there and dunk on them. Definitely, in my opinion, one of the more underrated players in all of the NBA. Yeah, it's pretty consistent. He's always there when you need him. And like you just said, big plays. But So with that being said, 1-0 for Boston. How do you see this series playing out now? Now that we got a little preview in the beginning. Uh, this is a toughest series because even before the series started, I was like, this is as even as it gets. And I could see it either way. I will say I do want the Warriors to win. I want I want them to get their fourth ring, and I want Steph to get a Finals MVP. But especially after seeing that, what happened in Game One, I don't know. Like they're Boston's Boston already overcome tougher opponents. I think Golden State has had a relatively easy run. Their toughest challenge against the Grizzlies, who half that series was without John ja Morant, whereas you know Celtics have overcome so many tough teams. So I think I I see Celtics winning this series. I want to say they went in six. Okay. Yeah. Before watching game one, heading into this, into the finals, my prediction was Golden State in six. That would mean they got to win four of the next five now. <laughs> so uh, that's pretty hard. But I still think Golden State, maybe since they lost the first game, I'll go Golden State in seven. <laughs> but I still think Golden State turns it around because I don't think you're going to see a 16-point f- a fourth quarter from them again. There's no way. I know Boston defense is great, but you got Hall of Famers on the other side. And they were up, they were up, what, like 12 or something like that at the end of the third? Yeah, wait, honestly, I I don't like my take either. <laughs> I, I am thinking, too. I'm like, this Golden State team has a lot of experience. But they haven't won the finals when they're down, though. I think they were down against the Raptors, but that was a different story altogether. Hmm. I'm just thinking. I'm trying to. I don't know. I wasn't prepared to have a pick. Boston six seems a little tough too, because I don't think Boston wins three of the next five. This is tough. It has to go to six or seven, regardless. Yeah, for sure. I know Boston's played two back-to-back seven-game series, which is always a big toll. You would think it did not seem like that, except maybe for Jason Tatum. <laughs> but let me tell you, Al Horford did not care. Oh, for sure. No, <laughs> Al Horford was built for this. <laughs> He went crazy in the fourth quarter. The only thing is, I'm trying to think uh, about like matchups. So, Boss is really good at locking down teams. So, they pretty much locked down Kyrie after game one. And Katie only had a couple other good games that series. They couldn't stop Giannis, but they pretty much sold no the rest of the team. Yeah, no one can. And you, they really couldn't stop Butler either, but they stopped for most of the rest of the Heat. Butler is like a phenomenon, in my opinion. Like, playoff Butler is one of the best play- players ever. He had those two big 40-point triple-doubles against the Lakers a couple years ago <laughs> in the finals when they won those two games. So when he needs a dub, he'll get a dub. So I don't really count him on stopping them. But basically what I'm trying to get at, though, is I think they might be able to stop Clay and Steph, which in that case... I don't know about that. I mean... They've, they've had a pretty good track record stopping superstars so far. That is true. But, I mean, Steph still went off for, like, 34. Clay had a little quiet yeah. game. But I think you're going to see Clay explode the next game or two. Oh, true. Actually, I totally take off my take my take back. They cannot win game six <laughs> if Clay's playing. So. That's a one automatic game. <laughs> so, so, oh, okay. So, this is what's going to happen then, Vito. You're going to have... Going into game six, Boston's going to be up 3-2, and Golden State's going to win 6-7. and seven. 
I like that, honestly. Six in Boston with Clay Goes Crazy, and then seven back home to take the game. To Oracle Arena. Yeah, I like that. I really do. As amazing as the Celtics have been, it's hard to win three seven-game series in a row. And considering Clay going off in game six... (laughs) Which hasn't happened yet, but... (laughs) It's pretty much a fact at this point. Last series, he did a game early, though. He just wanted to go home, so he did it in game five against the Mavs. Yeah, exactly. He He didn't want to go on the road for game six, but he went off again. He's going to have one game where he's just insane and there's an automatic dub for the dubs. Okay, I'm going to put my bias in this too because I do want the Warriors to win. So I'll say Warriors in seven. I don't know. I'm hesitant about this one. I really think, I really like the Celtics. I think the Celtics match up better. I just like the experience though. And like the way, the way Steph started last game, if he can like do that for a whole game, I mean, he's not going to have 24 threes, but like. But I mean, we need to talk about experience. So. The Nets had Kyrie and KD who've had multiple finals runs. The obviously the whole Bucks won the finals last year and the Heat, you know, made the finals a couple years ago. They beat teams who have finals experience so far. That's true. But I think this this Warriors seems is a, little, is a step above those teams. Maybe the Nets like two players, but yeah. The Warriors it's not like two players, the the team almost. Yeah, no, that was a problem with the Nets too. And since all those games were really close too, it made you think like if they had you know, a supporting cast, they might have actually beat the Celtics. At least a couple times, yeah. Yeah, and same thing with the Heat, too. If Butler had some more help, they probably could have beat the Celtics. Actually, Bucks were missing Middleton, so that was a big factor, too. I mean, Warriors are a complete team, which I'm not... Like, I'm giving too much credit to these other three teams when, you know, Nets didn't have Simmons, Bucks didn't have Middleton, and Heat, Heat didn't have anybody but Butler. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> we had some players out... Our, I don't know. The offense at times was just, they did not know where to go. Yeah, exactly. I don't think Hero makes that big of a difference, but at least sometimes he, he can shot create. Yeah, I like I like this new take. I think Warriors in 7 will be a good one. Okay, well, I think we're normally pretty good when we agree. I think the only one we missed when we both agreed this playoffs. Actually, we missed two. We missed, I think we missed the Nets one. We actually thought the Nets were going to win that one. Uh, and then... Mavericks being the Suns was insane. Yeah, I don't think many people saw that one coming. Oh, and I think we both picked the Heat in seven. We were one three point away. Okay, maybe we're not that good when we see <laughs> then. Sorry, I feel that. Damn. So we both got Warriors in seven. That just means at least great final series. That's really the only thing that's actually important or that we care for, right? Yeah. So yeah, hopefully we get that. But we're going to continue to enjoy these games. Hopefully, they're all as good as the first one was, or as crazy at least. And with that being said, we'll be back after the finals. Talk a little recap, see how the series went, and and see if we were even close in our predictions. (laughs) With that, we will see you guys in the next one.